sushi. Train spotting. Mark Rinton falls backwards onto the floor. A baby crawls through the drug paraphernalia. Sick boy administers heroin to Allison, while discussing Sean Connery's Bond career. She looks euphoric. When you're on heroin, you're worried about scoring. But when you're off it, you're worried about lots of other stuff. Bills, food, your football team, human relationships. Swanee administers heroin to Sick Boy. Sick Boy references Cary Grant, then looks euphoric. Renton's father says Renton's blown every chance he's had because of heroin. Renton tells Swanee he's quitting. To relinquish the heroin, Renton will need one room, which he won't leave. He exhaustively lists the required items, including soup, ice cream, Lucasade, and pornography. Also, he needs Valium, which he's already procured from his mother, who is, in a socially acceptable way, also a drug addict. Renton needs one final hit while the Valium takes effect. Mikey Forrester sells Renton two opium suppositories. Heroin makes you constipated. Renton suddenly not constipated and desperately needs the bathroom. He finds the worst toilet in Scotland. The floor's one big puddle and it's putrid, dripping and dirty with feces. Renton quickly sits down and the relief is evident. He then remembers the suppositories and hauls himself bodily into the toilet bowl to get them. Renton's friend Spud Murphy has an interview. If they think he's not trying, he's in trouble and his gyro is finished. But if Spud tries too hard, he might get the job. Renton gives Spud some speed. Soon, Spud's talking ten to the dozen. He lied on his application to show initiative, and his weakness is perfectionism. At the end, he bounds across the room, grinning. Renton was proud. Spud really messed it up. Renton asks Tommy if he can borrow 100 great goals. Since Renton switched the tapes, inside 100 great goals, there's Tommy and Lizzie's sex tape. As Renton and Sick Boy sat watching the sex tape, Renton realised something was missing from his life. Out clubbing, Francis Begby and Sick Boy are each with a girl, and Tommy is talking with Spud. Spud's girlfriend Gail told him she didn't want their relationship to start out on a physical basis, 
as that is how it principally is going to be defined from then on. As a result, after six weeks, Spud is sexually frustrated. Gail's actually desperate for sex, but she enjoys Spud suffering too much. Tommy forgot Lizzie's birthday. She said it's her or Iggy Pop. Tommy chose Iggy Pop. The two groups meet up. The men say they're talking football. The women say they're talking shopping. Renton watches a lone girl leaving. She devastates an admirer and continues. Renton's in love. He says he's impressed with her capable and stylish manner. She sassily and articulately palms him off. Renton falters. From the back seat of her cab, with her legs on display, the driver asks Renton if he's getting in. Renton gets in. Lizzie and Tommy put on their tape, put Archie Gemmels on screen scoring a goal. After sex with Diane, Renton says he hasn't felt that good since Archie Gemmel scored against Holland in 1978. Diane orders Renton, naked, into the hallway with his clothes in his arms. Spud finds Gail having breakfast with her parents. He has a bunched-up bedsheet in his hand. Gail's mother offers to wash the sheets, but Spud says no. They tug the sheets back and forth until feces explode over everybody there. In school uniform, Diane's downplaying the fact that they slept together. Renton says in prison they'd torture him. She asks to see him again threatening to otherwise tell the police. Renton glares at her. Tommy takes everyone out to some Scottish countryside and asks if it doesn't make them proud to be Scottish. Renton says it's rubbish being Scottish. All the fresh air in the world won't, in the strongest terms, make any difference. Tommy's dispirited. Spud, sick boy and Renton return to taking heroin. Tommy says Lizzie's left him, mainly due to the missing tape. He wants to try heroin. Sick boy keeps his heroin in a secret compartment in his heel. Renton, sick boy and Tommy all flop onto their backs. They stole drugs, they stole prescriptions or bought them, sold them, swapped them, forged them, photocopied them or traded drugs with cancer victims, alcoholics, old age pensioners, AIDS patients, epileptics and bored housewives. Sick boy discovers Alison's baby's dead. Everyone's horrified. Renton wishes he could think of something sympathetic to say, 
Instead, he says he's cooking up. Alison crawls over and asks him to cook up a shot for her. Something inside Sick Boy was lost forever that day. Renton and Spud are caught shoplifting. Spud gets six months. Renton must comply with the rehab program. Volatile Begbie says Renton should stop heroin forever. Spud's mother appears, and Renton's sorry. But Begbie shouts that Spud went down because he was a smackhead. Renton escapes. Renton's given three doses of heroin replacement methadone daily. He's taken all three, and now has 18 hours until his next shot. Back at Swanee's, he requests proceeding directly to the intravenous injection of hard drugs. Renton falls backwards into the carpet. He shakes slightly and his eyes cloud over. He's driven to accident and emergency and put on a gurney. His parents collect him and carry him into his childhood bedroom with steam trains on the wallpaper. He's locked in. He's too ill to sleep, too tired to stay awake. Sweat, chills, nausea, pain and craving. He imagines Diane cutely singing. He convulses and swears loudly. A baby crawls along the ceiling, crying loudly. Spud appears in chains, accusingly watching Renton. A zombie Tommy appears. Renton starts screaming. The baby on the ceiling turns its head. Renton's the luckiest guy in the world. Several years of addiction in the middle of an epidemic, surrounded by the living dead. He's officially negative. Once the pain goes, there's the depression, boredom and suicidal thoughts. Insulting graffiti is sprayed across Tommy's front door. Renton's admitted and notices the squalor. Renton says he's clear. Tommy says he's expecting a rent check. Renton gives Tommy cash. Diane arrives at Renton's flat, saying she wouldn't mind some hash if that's what she can smell. She says Renton's not getting any younger. The world's changing. He can't stay in there all day dreaming about heroin and music. He needs something new. London. Renton becomes a real estate agent. It was Boomtown and plenty made cash from chaos. He enjoyed all the jargon. Diane writes that she turned down working for Sick Boy. Spud sends his regards. Tommy's disappeared. 
and Begbie's wanted by the police for armed robbery. Begbie arrives unannounced at Renton's flat, demanding pot noodles and settling in. Begbie makes demands of Renton, who's still trying to go straight. Begbie and Renton top and tail. When Begbie's horse came in at 16 to 1, they went out to celebrate. Sick Boy visits Renton in London. All three men share a bed. Sick Boy sells Renton's TV, then offers to sell Renton's passport for cash. Renton's incredulous and hides his passport in a locker. Tommy's funeral gave them all a reason to go back to Scotland. He had the virus. He'd bought Lizzie a kitten, which she refused. The kitten was neglected and fouled everywhere. Tommy caught toxoplasmosis from the faeces and developed abscesses in his brain. He used more heroin for the headaches and then had a stroke. Tommy died three weeks after he got back from the hospital. After complaints about the smell, they found Tommy face down in vomit. Sick Boy says Mikey Forrester has come into about two kilos of gear. Sick Boy offered to take it off his hands for £4,000, and they're 2000 short. Renton denies having £2,000. Begbie's seen Renton's bank statement. Renton actually has £2,133. Two kilos is ten years in prison. Renton knew if there was any trouble in London... Begbie would dump everyone. Coupled with the armed robbery charges, he was going to prison for 15 to 20 years. The four men arrive in London. The dealer could see they were small-time wasters with an accidental big deal. The packages are weighed and tested. Begbie says they want 20 grand. The dealer says nothing over 15. They settle on 16. The dealer hands over the money in eight £2,000 bundles. Afterwards, the group whoops and cheers. That night, Renton's awake. Begbie's fallen asleep hugging the bag of cash. Renton successfully extricates the bag. Spud watches Renton leave. Renton collects his passport from the locker and leaves £2,000 there. Renton's a bad person, but that's going to change. He's cleaning up and moving on, going straight and choosing life. He's going to be like everybody else. The job, the family, the big TV. 
all the necessary mod cons with all the perks. Spud goes to the locker and finds the cache Renton left. Starring Ewan McGregor, Ewan Bremner, Johnny Lee Miller, rated 18, directed by Danny Boyle, released in the UK 1996, runtime 1 hour 33 minutes. <laughs>